0: Welcome, Welcome to the, the Girl, Girl Games, Games podcast. podcast. I'm Amber P., NPC bikini competitor on my road to pro.
1: And I'm Alexis Adams, IFBB wellness pro
0: on my road to the O. In our podcast, we share everything
1: from the good, the bad, do's and don'ts, with the hopes of helping anyone who may be new to the sport.
0: Get, Get ready, ready for, for some, some serious, serious girl games. Hey, hey, what is up? And welcome back to another episode of the Girl Games Podcast. I'm Amber P. I'm Alexis Adams. And it is peak week. And we also have a special guest. She's been with us before. What's going on, Olivia?
1: Hey, thanks for having me.
0: Of course. So you guys, this is a very exciting episode because we're going to touch on their peak weeks a Livia is prepping for the Arnold Amateur, and Alexis is prepping for the Arnold Classic. They are both wellness competitors, and this is just exciting. So, so exciting. So, how are you guys feeling so far?
1: So far, so good. Yesterday, I was kind of anxious throughout the day, like halfway through, but I think it was mostly anticipation. Mm -hmm. Like, I am not a sit and wait person. By any means, no,
2: <laughs> yeah, like you're not.
1: <laughs> um, but I think I got a little overwhelmed yesterday, just with like getting ahead of myself mentally, just like what's going to happen next, and like planning and all this stuff. Um, but we took care of that last night because we went on some adventure.
0: <laughs> I love I'm, that.
1: I'm feeling pretty good. Um, I've been. I'm similar to Alexis, where I like tasks and things to do so Mm -hmm. I spaced out my stuff this week and there's been something every day that I've needed to do so that's been helpful um I did make a promise that I would chill out tomorrow like for me cleaning is like so calming Mm
2: -hmm. and
1: there's a bunch of bodybuilders in the house making a mess in the kitchen so it's perfect for me Ah. I haven't left the kitchen in the past like five hours I just chill like I'm cooking I'm cleaning like that's my vibe but they're like, you need it like tomorrow you have. So tomorrow will probably be a rough day for me because I'm not going to be able to do anything. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Gotta get off your feet. And also I want to mention we're recording this on March 1st. It's going to go up on the next day. You guys are currently two days out right now, correct? Yeah. Two days out. So y'all are getting this in real time. All right. So a question that new competitors always ask is what is peak week? And that's a little bit of a loaded question. And the reason why it can be a loaded, well, no, the reason why it is a loaded question is because peak week is very different for everyone because everyone's bodies are different and they are unique. So peak week is the week of your competition. That's when you start really dialing in. And at that point, you're you're basically you're right there. Peaking is very tricky just simply because it's not something that a coach can predict. If you're in a situation where your coach has already handed you your peak week plan, then it's probably not a good sign because you probably have a cookie cutter plan.
1: <laughs> yes. Um, I know that me and Olivia's um this is her second season
2: mm-hmm.
1: of eating, right? Yes, in shows, yes. Um and our peaks have always been different. My peaks have, they've varied some from show to show and year to year. But for the most part, they've had the same general idea. This time, no, everything's different. Yeah. <laughs> Which I mean, we came in crashing in the last four weeks. But um, like all the m- things I'm used to expecting, like the milestones that I've kind of created for myself over the years, are not there so I'm like and luckily like Nelson's been with me the whole time so I'm like what should I expect tomorrow like whatever it is I'll do it but I need some idea of expectation um but I know like for us there's never the whole like here's your peak week protocol here's what you do Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday that's not a thing
2: Mm
1: yeah um but it is like, he's like, this is what I expect tomorrow, but we'll confirm with pictures in the morning. And then like even this week, he said, when did I come? Monday. Sunday night when I sent pictures, he said, let's expect 40 minutes of cardio in the morning. And then when I woke up and sent pictures Monday morning, he was like, 30 minutes, that's it.
0: Mm-hmm. Best message of
1: the of the whole prep. <laughs> oh my god, yes. <laughs> Yeah, I definitely enjoyed that when I would send check-ins and he would, he would like dial the cardio back or say like no PM cardio. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I could cry right yeah. now. <laughs> yeah. Because this was definitely the highest my cardio had gotten. I was doing 50 in the morning and then 50 at night.
2: Mm-hmm. Um
1: and coming into peak week. So this is my, I did two shows back to back my first season. Um, I was obviously checking in still like every day um but it was just once a day for me like there wasn't a lot of changes this time nelson's been like checking in with me more frequently throughout the day and it's like okay i want pictures like i'm doing three days three times a day pictures mm-hmm. and i even mentioned to Alexis yesterday at the gym i'm like he just like texts me to ask me how my workout was and how i feel and she's like yeah and i was like he's not like i've never he's never you know asked me those questions in the sense of like peak week wise and she's like well this is a different level. You're at a different, like, I'm definitely, you know, a different athlete now. So
0: Absolutely. And it's, tr- and it yeah. is true what they say. Cause like, I, we all want to know like what to expect, but it's kind of hard because it's true. Every prep is different. Every peak is different especially like when you're going up and up to the next level so it's like we logically know that but at the same time when we're in it it's like but I still need to know what's going on and it's just like if your coach is kind of like we have to wait and see that means your coach knows what they're doing
1: <laughs> yeah um and also to point on that I think is important so like one of the other things I mentioned I mean the Arnold amateur is still a Pro qualifying show. Yeah. You can earn a pro card at the Arnold Amateur. Mm-hmm. So it's really a national level show. And there is a significant difference we've touched on before, a regional show versus a national level, and what is expected and the level of competition that comes there and the fine tuning that's necessary to come in. Um and like there's also a difference in you've been competing, this is your first show, mm-hmm. and you have these new expectations for yourself. You want to level up and you're going to a national level show. That's kind of what I was saying to Olivia last time. And it like he did the same thing with me on my first round. Right. He didn't push me as hard in my first show as I'm being pushed right now. Right. But Alexis in 2019 would have been like, hell to the no, we're not doing this. <laughs> <different> like, <laughs> yeah. If that's yeah. what bodybuilding is, I don't want it, you know? Um, there's like there's levels to what you're capable of doing mentally and if you push past what you can actually do mentally mm-hmm. you're not everything's gonna crumble and I think that's a benefit with Nelson is he is very good at knowing the limits even if you don't necessarily know the limits. absolutely because you know then back then I was like I'll do whatever but looking back no I wouldn't
2: have.
1: right <laughs> just like I just wasn't I hadn't matured as a competitor in that aspect.
2: Right. Um,
0: and that's the thing. I think so many people want to be a pro so fast. And It's just kind of like, there's levels to this. Like you have to crawl before you walk. Like, of course, 2019, absolutely. I did not have the mindset that I have now. And I'm sure all of us can say the mindset we had in our first season versus now is totally different. And then one more thing I wanted to point out while it's the top of my head, the thing about Arnold Amateur I guess it's a pro qualifier. I think it's one of those that's tough because it's international. It's open to all athletes around the world. Same as Olympia, uh, the amateur Olympia. So that means more talent, more different looks from all over the world versus your normal um, national shows. It's not like that.
1: Yes. And um, because I know that this will come into my DMs, one I'm probably not answering that many messages <laughs> until Saturday. Um, but the Arnold amateur, every single division, only one pro card overall winner. That's it. Um, which makes you want to dial it in even more. And I know a lot of you guys are, especially if you're new to the scene, um, you're used to seeing like USAs and North American and nationals where. There's multiple cards, even in one class, like mm-hmm. open class B first and second place might get a pro card. at a lot of the national shows, um, but that's not true for every single national level show. So, um, the Arnold amateur will give out cards, but it's to the overall winner in each division. So like the overall wellness winner will get a card. The class winners don't automatically get cards.
0: Right. Right, 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 all right, so let's see. We got a couple of questions here. Why choose biking as cardio source for wellness athletes? Is it too taxing on the lower half?
1: Can you say that again?
0: Oh yeah, sorry. Why choose biking as cardio source for wellness athletes? Is it too taxing on the lower half?
1: Um, so no, it's actually not very taxing at all in the lower half um. Like versus other
2: cardio, is it? Yeah. Like doing stairs Uh, or something.
1: And I think it's different person to person person to person for sure. Um, I remember um, actually Maddie Forberg mentioning this during her last prep because she was doing a lot of elliptical and it was, she's the way she said it was that like her legs were taking a beating. So you're getting a lot of like inflammation in the tissue. Um, And so I think that whatever cardio you're picking is the one that like the one that's going to be for you is the one that's going to have less inflammation yeah so um I know that like a lot of bodybuilders like biking um and I think it's because you're getting a full range of motion on the bike but it's not pounding so you're not like you're not your weight's not coming down on your legs with every step with every like the elliptical is a little bit better. The Stairmaster, a lot of people like because it's easy to get your heart rate up very quickly, mm-hmm. but it's also very taxing. Like, I don't do the Stairmaster very much. Um, this whole prep, the only days that I did it was post workout on my pump days because I wanted to get a little bit more blood flow in my lower. Um, and like, I wanted to pump it a little bit more. And I didn't even do that at the end because it's so hard for me to recover from something like the Stairmaster.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, so, I do the bike. And another reason that I do the bike is convenience. A bike, a stationary bike is easy to have at your house. Um, even if you have an apartment, you can have it in your living room. That's literally where mine is at. Um, it's a little bit easier than having a stairmaster at your house or an elliptical. Not everyone has room for that. That's actually how I chose the bike. Um, so I don't know if you guys remember when I was on the show last time I was still doing travel nursing at the time, and I was living in an RV full-time, which was just awesome. Um mm-hmm. So, originally, I had gotten this, like, little stair-stepper thing that folded up, and I could put away, but that thing was, like, a uh, beast on my legs. Like, I was, like, getting so sore, Uh so I looked on, I actually got it off Amazon for $99, this bike that folds up, and I'm still, I'm still using that to this day. I don't I have a I'm in a house now with, like, plenty of feet, but it's just so convenient, like, having this portable bike to travel around with. Yeah, and, I mean, mine is not portable, but I have ported it. Yeah. <laughs> bikes in everywhere. Yeah. I put it, I drive an FDB, so I just take the handlebars off and put it in my trunk and go. Um, I knew that cardio would be winding down, and I made a plan with Nelson before of whether I needed to bring it and chose not to, so we've just been going to the gym since we've been in Ohio. Um, but. I mean, you guys know I have a crazy schedule in prep when I'm working. I wake up at 3 a.m. And I live like 15-ish minutes from Planet Fitness, which is the only thing open at that time. So it cuts off 30 minutes of me just driving in the car. You know, Mm -hmm. like it saves me some time in the morning. So um, that's why I like it. And I can do it while my dog lays on the couch. And I watch whatever I'm watching on Netflix for my hour. It's just so nice being able to do it at home. I have, like, three beverages. I've got, like, my like my water, my Gatorade Zero, my coffee, like, on a little stand, and I'm just biking, watching my TV shows or, like, messaging on Instagram. Yeah. And, and then same thing, like, after work at night. I think I've told you guys this before in past preps, it's what gets me is the cardio because it's, like, especially on a workday. wake up, coffee, cardio, work. 12 hours, 13 hours, come home, cardio, bed, wake up, cardio, (laughs) work, you know, like it gets monotony is part of the game, but I, I really don't, I don't mind fasted cardio. I really don't like spending an hour after work doing cardio when I want to wind down, you know, like that's in past, that's just been what gets me is that's the part that I hate the most. Um, but being able to do that at home in my living room and kind of talk to Kenley while he's cooking in the kitchen or sitting on the couch makes it more bearable than having to go to Planet Fitness at eight o'clock at night.
2: (laughs) Sure. For sure. Yeah.
1: And that hanger that comes after sometimes, like once you're towards the end and your food, you're depleting, depleting, and the cardio is going up, like. I am a, a, a lovely person, but I am not a nice person immediately following cardio. I need to get to my food and I'm at the gym. Like, I don't yes. want to talk to you. Like We're not waiting. Please. Like, I'm like, I feel a little, like, lightheaded here. Like, I need to get home. So it's better for me just to keep my grumpy ass at home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I mean, that's what I do, too. Like, I do my cardio, get off, take my wet clothes off my body, mm-hmm. and cook my breakfast. Sometimes I start cooking naked. Oh I need yeah, to dry before I put
2: anything
1: back on. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> oh, it's such a luxury. Like, yeah, Ben knows not to talk to me immediately following cardio until I get at least I get the food in front of me. Like, I gotta make it.
0: <laughs> yes, 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 yes. I, I'm with you. I agree. Do bodybuilders have to be ready to go for any competition opportunities they may get? Wait, what? Do bodybuilders have to be ready
1: to go for any comp? I think I understand this question. Um, do you have to be? No. Is it ideal? I see. Yes. Yeah. So like um, an extreme version is Ashley Kaltwasser, who doesn't, who has almost maxed out her physique, doesn't need to put a ton of muscle on in the off season. So her off seasons, her weight does not vary very much from stage. So if she's like, there's a show in three weeks, I want to do it. She can get ready and without doing what I did guys, I was not (laughs) in that um, pretty quickly. So especially if you are someone who, um, I think it comes down to like career choices at that point. Like
2: um,
1: how far are you trying to take bodybuilding? What, how much are you supporting your sponsors competing? A lot of times helps your sponsors and then makes your sponsors happy. And then that benefits you and it, it kind of ping pongs back and forth. Um, How much do you need to compete? Do you need the money from placings? Do you you need to keep competing? Like, do you need another qualification for the Olympia? It just kind of depends. I don't think it's necessary to stay extremely lean in your off season and you're not going to make huge gains trying to do that just so that you look good um but it's definitely a benefit if an opportunity arises so like in my situation here we started prep at the very end of October in anticipation of what if I'm on the list eight knowing that the list for the Arnold comes out so close to the show there you I don't do eight week preps there's no way there's no way um And that's when the original list came out. So we had to start prep back then. And and I'm like, I applied knowing that this was my timeline anyway. I wanted to compete in the spring. I wanted to compete early and try to get a qualification early. Um, So when I wasn't on the initial list, when it dropped in January, we just made a different game plan and picked another show and kind of coasted for a little bit. Um, There's no reason to crash into a show or be ready four weeks early and then, make, you know, especially if you're going to compete for a long season. Um, but that also set me up for success when I did get a late invite. I mean, who accepts an invite four weeks out? Literally no one. Everyone said it, we were crazy. <laughs> Nelson told me I was crazy.
2: <laughs> but
1: if I hadn't have started prep when I did, there was no way I could have be where I'm at right now. Mm-hmm.
0: And that just, I mean, believe in yourself, y'all. Like, that's one of my favorite things about Alexis, the way that she just has so much conviction in her abilities. It is truly inspiring and amazing. So if that doesn't inspire you to believe in yourself, then shit, I don't know what will. (laughs) Let's see. Oh, no, this is a really good question (laughs) because it's different. On the day of show, how many meals do you have to eat? Do you time it for stage?
2: (laughs) So
1: you definitely have to time the look. And that is where you need a good coach to lead you in the look. Um, And like know what the look looks like and know how you've been changing so this is the importance of sending pictures throughout peak week, especially, and how variables are changing and what's that causing to the body. Um, like Olivia and I have been sending pictures this week two or three times at least every day. And he's not necessarily changing the plan for today, but he needs to see: okay, your three meals in, your 75% of your water in, and You've done this much cardio and this is what I'm seeing right now. Cool. So like putting all those things together into what does it look like and trying to piece together what do we need to do the 24 hours leading into show day to make sure that your look is perfect Mm -hmm. um, or the best that it can be. So I don't typically eat a ton. Um, Like Junior Nationals, I think pre-judging started at like nine-ish. I ate one meal at five AM and that's it. Um and I don't do I in the past I have not pumped up backstage. Um in the past I did not get any pump up snacks. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm literally sitting there <laughs> waiting to go on. Oh tell them about the
2: Dorito.
1: Oh it's funny I know. you're talking about pump Here's up a, snacks. Yeah. So um the pump up snacks and stuff that's just that's a different another spiel. Mm-hmm. But um my very first show, Nelson gave me like a little list of things to pack for when we were traveling to the hotel and all that. And on it was um I needed rice crispy treats and a small bag of chips for my backstage bag and he would like as options for what to use before going on stage. Um so I had Doritos and I had Rice Krispies. And that time he let me have like a handful of chips, I think is what he said. And mm-hmm. Then when I went back on for the overall, I got one Rice Krispie. That is the only show I've ever actually gotten to eat any any snacks before going on stage. And I forgot the Rice Krispie that show because I was so anxious for going on for the overall. Um, But I've always taken Oreo. I mean, I've always had Doritos in my bag ever since then. I always pack Rice Krispies. I always pack um a bag of doritos. I love doritos. Yes. They're my favorite chip.
0: Which one? Um, Which ones cuz you just got Only the red bag. bag. Only the red bag y'all. That's Nacho it.
1: Cheese. Nacho cheese. Got to um, be. So, I have I got um DoorDash yesterday for some stuff that I needed for groceries and I got my little bag of chips that will probably sit in my bag and not be used, but I'll have them immediately after. <laughs> It's so funny. I was asking her, I was like, why do you have a, like, a, she got two bags. Like, mm-hmm. one's a little bag, and one's like a normal person bag. And I was like, right. why do you have a little bag? And then she told me the whole story, and it cracked me up, because that is so Nelson. <laughs> to, like, just to, like, keep it, like, just in the back of your mind that you could possibly get to it's
2: read
1: good. it. It could happen. That's funny. So, I, like, Olivia, you got Pump up snacks. Yeah, I actually got fed pretty well into the show. Like the day of, I had a breakfast. I I can't. I honestly can't remember now. That was my last show was November twenty twenty one. So I don't remember what my breakfast was something. Um, <laughs> but I do remember right before I went on stage because there was like a time lapse. Nelson was in the hospital during this time, so I sent him check ins and then as I'm like about to get glazed, he sends back that I need to have a rice cake with a certain amount of peanut butter and like salt on it. Right. And Henley's backstage with me, you know, thank God I've been like another coach that's available just to be helpful. Um, but he's like getting on my case for not getting glazed yet. And I have got my phone in my hand. And it's the only time I think I've ever been sassy with anybody. I threw my phone at, Ben and said, then you deal with Nelson. And because I was <laughs> like, I'm supposed to be eating, you know? But uh, Ben actually <laughs> ran over while I'm in line, getting ready to walk on stage, handed me a rice cake with peanut butter covered in salt. And to this day, that is the best thing I've ever eaten. Oh my God. There goodness. is nothing better. I'm telling you. <laughs> okay. So I'm not crazy. You guys have heard me talk about my um, peanut butter rice cakes they're good. Yes. When Nelson okay. first told me, like going into my very first show, he told me that like, you know, that was on the list, peanut butter, rice cakes. And then he mentioned at one point that I would be putting them together. And I was like, I, no, I don't want to do that. <laughs> I don't, can we have another option? Like, I don't want peanut butter and rice cakes. And he's like, no, it's so good. You put the peanut butter on top of the rice cake and you put a little salt. And I was like, I don't want that. And now I look forward to it, and I don't think I'm getting it on Friday. (laughs) Can I tell you how excited I am for it? That, like, I knew we were going to – so I flew – I'm living in Florida now. I flew to Ohio on Monday, and um, I actually went shopping before. I knew we were going to have to go shopping when we got here, but I didn't know what Ohio was going to (laughs) have. So (laughs) I actually bought my cakes, bought my Jif Natural peanut butter to go pack, bought my – Chris, like the things that are like the detail for me um and I I packed them in my suitcase and flew them over I literally <laughs> did the same thing I made sure I had caramel rice cakes because when you get into town on especially a big show the aisles are wiped out there were no like no like and we're here early we got here Monday guys um so I brought my caramel rice cakes and I brought I've been eating the um Gif Natural Honey peanut butter. Ooh. And that's not always easy to find. So I made sure I have my own brand new bottle. I didn't know that we I'm allowed. not going to freaking use. I started using an off-season so I just kept it. Heck yeah, girl. <laughs> <laughs> I might fly that in off-season too. <laughs> I it's it's I it. pretty much yeah. like, okay. What do you normally get, Amber, for your seeds?
2: So, uh, <laughs> But here's the thing. First of all, y'all, on
0: show day, your ass ain't hungry, okay? So if you're probably thinking, "Oh my gosh, Alexis only had one meal," trust me, you're not hungry. I eat a little bit more than the average person, but that's just because I'm at the national level right now. I'm bikini class H, the last class of the day. Oh,
1: that's true. I didn't even think about the timing for that. So so late.
0: I'm going on late. And then I also have the body that I burn through food really quickly. So was it last time I almost freaked out? Was it junior, junior USA's? It was maybe had about two more hours. Jordana looked at me and she goes, Ooh, you need to eat rice. I said, excuse me. You mean a rice? (laughs) She was like, no, Jasmine rice. And I'm thinking I've never had Jasmine rice on show day. She's like, you are going flat. Eat the damn rice. I was like, okay, I'm eating the rice. So, cause before like I would have like just rice cakes. I do rice cakes, peanut butters for pump up. I always do Sour Patch Kids, which is hilarious because Ooh. I don't like her Sour Patch Kids. What? Yeah, ho- hold on, before bodybuilding. <laughs> <laughs> I love them, but it has to be the watermelon ones. That's mm, that's my kid. Okay. So I use that for pump up. So I'll pop a couple of those, get my bands going. And then I just, I blow up really fast, but I have more smaller meals, but that's just because I'm, I'm the last of the day. And so with that, you have to time your body. And so if I don't have enough food in me. And it's going to look like a string bean, like I did 2020 universe, but you know, <laughs> It happens. <laughs> you did
1: not look that way. You did not look like a string bean on stage last time I saw you. The last show I got to like be in person of yours was I want to say it was in Charlotte.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. And, and you looked amazing. God, nice. your back looked, yeah.
2: I wasn't lean enough. But it's not <laughs> it's okay. But yeah,
0: um, if you're like God. Bikini is always last. There was one off show where wellness was after bikini. Was it Junior USA's our first time? No, because we had different day. What show was it, Alexis? It first was time.
1: Junior Nationals the first year.
0: The first year. Okay, yeah. that's what it was when you did that yeah. one. It was <laughs> wellness after. And I was like, why would they do that? So if you're a bikini competitor and you're doing a national show, bikini is always last. And if you were a class H girl, bring your food. You're going to have to eat. They
1: really- wellness for amateurs here is last. Yeah. Oh God, why? But I'm, you know, like I, I the last last year Arnold amateur, I want to say there was like five classes of bikini, which is still still quite a bit. Um, but they moved yeah. pretty quickly through it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. so we'll see. But I'm okay. I for for my physique, I do better. Um, like. After more rounds of posing, like I actually get harder, so yeah. that can really kind of only benefit me having a little more time.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, yeah, so I'll just be I'll be doing rounds in the back. Nelson has, I mean, obviously I've only done the two shows with him last season, and I was um, I wasn't allowed to pump, so this one we'll see what he has. Everything is different right now. Like, yeah, I like I I had I think I mentioned earlier to you. That I've had carbs in every single meal today uh, That's that was not, not a thing I had like one carb meal before <laughs> but I do have my peanut butter I've had like no fat I get one egg in the morning yeah I don't have any fats except for my egg too um, just carbs
2: yep um,
0: yeah I don't do any fat either it's just all carbs but I might,
1: um, actually I have a pump up band on the porch that I had here amazon to the airbnb yeah. um i might pump we'll see
0: i always i'm a pumper
1: charlotte i over pumped <laughs> uh, yeah <laughs> yeah i was about to burst off into space
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's what i was used to doing because i didn't have this i was like oh i gotta pump this body up and i got <laughs> i saw my stage shots i was like well, i'm not
1: Cameron was like oh look at Amber standing next to Jordan <laughs> <laughs>
0: it was like I wasn't leaning up but my shoulders were about to explode <laughs> I'm excited it's they have so to hard for me sound.
1: watching me sometimes because like um I don't know, like when I saw you like my first instinct was like oh overall like she looked um, phenomenal Looks amazing um and then like finding like there was like too much muscle like it was too pumped up and i was like but it looks gorgeous like that like look i love that look
0: well and then also well i'll say this as well like before that show i had only done i had done one regional and two national shows so i was used to like for a national show that would have been fine but I didn't take into consideration hold on regional because we've talked about this on the pod before Mm -hmm. there are levels and so like now that I go back like I can see I'm like okay yeah I could have been a little bit tighter but we were purposely trying to hold back for the junior USA's but then I was just kind of like you can't be pumping like that at a regional show
1: you know right can I just make mention though like I had a little bit of beef with that because I just Mm -hmm. truly feel like I'm kind of and I may be wrong but like the From my understanding, like you're looking at the Olympia champion, right? Like that's kind of the guideline of what you should be shooting for, for your goals for the year, for your look. Mm -hmm. So it is hard for me to wrap my head around going to a regional show and having that look and it being too hard for them just based on the competitors that are around you. And that's kind of like what Alexis Nelson like explains to me. You want to stand out, but you don't want to stand out so much that it's negatively and honestly this season picking my shows I was strategic with it for that reason because I know that I have a lot of hard muscle and that when I stand next to like other girls like I've got striated delts you know and so I try very similar to you like to keep it relaxed and like not flex it because like for wellness my back and my striated delts like are not benefiting me, nice. <laughs> you know, but like having them cast and having that hard look is, is what, you know, like you see, like I'll Olympia stage. Like that's what mm-hmm. you want to look like. And I told Nelson, like point blank, I am not going to change my body for one show. I'm not going to bring myself to a level that I feel like is lower than where I should be. So mm-hmm. we're going to go with the Arnold because then I'll be at least competing with other girls that are, you know, similar, mm-hmm. and then going forward, you know, I'll be doing just national shows the rest of the year.
0: That is yeah.
1: a, is, so you're not going to catch me on the stage ever again.
0: That yeah. is a very interesting perspective, but I, yes, I yeah. never heard that before. That makes a lot of sense. I feel you. Yeah,
1: I agree. Um, I mean, I in a perfect world, they should, the judges should be choosing, who best fits the criteria. Right. Not what it often becomes, in my opinion, is an average of what is on stage and who is the best for the most part. Um, but sometimes there is one person who stands out the most and just bypasses everyone else. Yeah. but a lot of times, if you are that person you're it's almost like you're penalized and it feels like you're penalized, but. I feel- it's like it looks so drastic side by side with the girls who are not in shape mm-hmm. that it makes it. It's almost judged as if you are outside of the criteria. Yeah, Whereas no. if you were just on a stage with other girls who match that conditioning, which is appropriate conditioning, it wouldn't look bizarre at all.
0: Mm-hmm. No, I agree because when I went back and I looked at the photos, I was just kind of like, "Okay, I see." I was like, "I, I definitely stuck out," and I was like, "And it." it a learning thing. It is what it is. And that's a situation where it's just kind of like, ain't this bodybuilding? Yeah, (laughs) Aren't aren't we supposed to have muscle, you know? And and that's not a hit at the other girls at all. Like everyone, no, no, that's not the, but it's just kind of like, I realized I stood out because of the muscle. It wasn't even the case of, oh, you just weren't lean enough. I'm like, no man, bullshit. (laughs) It's just like, even with me not being lean enough, I still had the most muscle you know so but it's okay it happens it's yeah a and,
1: and, and I in no way like feel like oh I should have won over so and so it's not in like I any never. sort of fashion of that it just is that I didn't understand you know kind of like you know like being penalized for yeah. having the look of you know That's I definitely right. think Little t- I was a little too lean, for sure. I striated blue clip there, but uh, yeah. Yes. But lesson Less-
0: learned. Lesson learned. Let's see. We'll do a few more.
2: Um, the importance of counting steps. Ooh, good one. Um, so
1: my understanding the main goal is just to make sure that your activity doesn't slow down so like in prep as your cardio goes up and your food goes down your body's going to naturally want to chill like you you're giving it less energy to pull from um so a lot of people what they'll do is okay i did my cardio i did my training I'm going to sit on the couch for three hours and watch TV because I'm tired. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're tired, but you still need to keep doing the non-exercise activities that you were doing prior to or you're not actually in that much of a caloric deficit. Like, you need to keep moving.
2: hmm mm-hmm.
1: so That's the main goal behind steps. And also, so like for... In off season, I still have like a step count to reach. And it's not really hard, like being a nurse running around, but it, it gives um, a, a gauge to go off. of. So like Nelson knows how much water I intake. He knows how much I'm doing, like how many steps I'm getting. So when we get closer to the show, that could be adjusted. And like if your BMR, sorry, your basal metabolic rate based on this activity, like the calories needed is what he's giving me. I can't change that activity and him being able to make those adjustments appropriately. Right. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. This is the first time that I'm actually really paying attention to my steps just because we're doing things a little bit differently. Long story short... I have a really hard time recovering. So we're trying to really see, we're basically gonna ride this no cardio out for a little bit as long as possible. But we're, you know, but the thing is just kind of like, we understand once my cardio gets to a certain point, I don't recover, I stay inflamed. So we're just really paying attention to my steps right now. And I like it because I honestly, I feel like for some strange reason, it's just all psychology, it keeps me more accountable. Because like when I got home today, I'm just like, oh, the other day I was like, I'm tired. Then I looked at my steps. And I was like, wait, no, I still have more steps. So I got up, I went outside, I was doing some yard work. So for that, I actually don't mind it.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of science behind it too. Like I, I want to say Phil Viz was like talking about it one day, um, just doing like doing the steps. And I, I I don't have any names to pull off of, but I know there have been bodybuilders that have been able to cut out cardio up in like the last few Mm -hmm. weeks completely just by doing that low intensity what's it called low intensity steady steady state cardio
2: yeah
0: yeah so we'll see and and like here's the thing cardio is coming (laughs) i'm no fool (laughs) I am not going to be the girl that can ever prep without cardio. I am not a unicorn. Like, and like, you'll hear a couple of those genetic anomalies. Like, oh yeah, like my calories stayed this high. I did no cardio. Congratulations for them. I know for me, food's gonna get low. Calories are gonna be somewhere around 1,100, and I'm gonna be doing cardio. There's no way around it. <laughs> this is just what I know.
1: Yeah there's like something to be said about that though that like it's almost like exciting um those milestones and you're like okay cardio went up food went down like yeah. do you wrong or nelson would send it to me like my very first season one time when he would send it and he would take away food i kind of like as a new athlete i maybe had like a negative mindset about it like i kind of thought like am i doing something wrong or like i'm not good enough or what you know whatever and now whenever i get changes i'm like yeah yes. we're a new gear we're getting to a new level yeah like I'm all for it like I know that this is going to make things move different yeah Yeah. I keep a couple of like a couple of carb meals one day like usually it's a slow titration and I my first reaction was like oh, uh, hungry and then I was like oh we're gonna look good tomorrow
2: Yeah,
0: exactly. No, that's so true. I had texted Alexis earlier and I was just like, Whoa, just out of nowhere, I felt my energy dip and I haven't felt that in so long. I was just kind of like, That's good because that's working. And we got aggressive. Like my coach dropped my food big time. So I've been hungry all day long, but today, well, not been hungry for the past three days, but today, like finally caught up with me. And so it's just kind of like when you feel those things, that lets you know we're burning fat. When you don't feel those things, there might not be nothing happening. So it's always exciting. And of course, the deeper you get into it, it's just kind of like, oh, uh, but like Alexis says, the worse you feel, the, be- the better you look. Is that what it is? Yeah, yes. yep.
1: worse you feel, the better you look.
0: Yes, let's see. We'll do one more here. How long out are you supposed to prep?
1: Depends on each person.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I would say a first prep needs to be on the longer side um like 20-ish weeks you don't know how your body's gonna you've never done it so you Mm -hmm. don't know how your body's gonna respond Mm
2: -hmm. um
1: some people start responding very quickly and don't need a ton of changes week to week um there's different body types and like different degrees of how adaptive your body is the more adaptive you are the more changes more frequently, your coach needs to be seeing you. Um, and the less adaptive, the more that one change to the plan can be ridden for longer. Like, mm-hmm. by adaptive, I mean how your body responds to the changes. So, um, as you prep, your metabolism slows in the plainest way that I can describe it. Mm-hmm your body wants to conserve as much energy as possible it doesn't want to be lean with a bunch of muscle and no fat to support it so if you are so if your body is one that adapts very quickly and you take a carb meal out you might see changes for 3 or 4 days and then your body adapts to that new set caloric intake and learns how to function off of that and you're not dropping anymore and so you need to constantly be changing variables to keep that Train going, um, and then there's some people who don't adapt easily at all, which is amazing for bodybuilding because you that the, that tends to be the person who can keep their food higher going into a show when they're like, I'm competing tomorrow and I'm eating 1,700 calories for the last three weeks of prep. You're a unicorn, yeah. <laughs> <You're> <laughs> <good> <laughs> dieting, like you know, um, and that's why people vary. I'm kind of in the middle, so like our friend Bianca adapts quickly. So she's constantly needs changes, but I'm kind of in the middle where I'm sending photos. Like I've been sending everyday photos other than working since I was like nine weeks out from the original show date. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: And then we moved to every day and multiple times a day. Once um, I got the Arnold invite mm-hmm. and that's just because like things have to constantly be toggled or things won't keep moving for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah I didn't start I was doing daily check-ins for the past I want to say six weeks at least um, but I didn't start doing these three days until like uh, Monday when I got here yeah. because I um, I don't adapt very quickly at all so it's like it's good I mm-hmm. just keep burning
2: mm-hmm. I,
0: I remember <laughs> my first show with Jordan because she she checks a lot too and she's like all right I need to look at you and I was thinking it out loud in my mind I didn't mean to say it out loud I said again yes. <laughs> I, was so, like, huh? I, was I wasn't used it. to
1: that I never had that experience yeah like towards the end of prep I get annoyed with the pictures almost yes. like I don't mind to take the fasted ones but like th- like I have to take pictures in just a minute once we get off the podcast before I make my last meal yeah. and I'm just like, I said it to Kenley the other day I'm like I'm over putting this damn suit on but like, yes. and I get it like especially the last three weeks coming into the Arnold like literally nothing could go wrong so no. I didn't complain to Nelson about it but I'm just like this is a lot of looking, and it's hard to not be in your head when you're looking that much. But it's necessary, and you just have to figure out how to get over it. Yeah,
0: it, it is. It really is.
1: And There's then- like little things I do to like make it a little more comfortable. So, um, I've gotten all of my suits from Cage Customs. I love her; she's phenomenal. But my first posing suit, I had like bedazzled with jewels on the side, and it's super gorgeous. But it's cold. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Multiple times a day. And I'm somebody that, like, I'm temperature sensitive. I get grumpy when I'm cold. Like oh. a child. Like, I'm like, ugh. Like, I like the car heated up before I get into it. Like, all of that. Um. So, I, last season, I was putting my bathing, my, my suit across the heater before I would have to, like, do check-ins and things like <laughs> that. That way, at least the suit was warm. Same with the shoes. Um, But I ended up buying a new posing suit from Krista. She sent me one that's all fabric, thank God. So it's a little (laughs) nice. If you know, you're already going to be uncomfortable. Like, you know, you're going to be annoyed. So just like, Mm -hmm. assuming that's going to happen and making changes. (laughs) What you don't want to do is not give yourself enough time. Everyone, everyone in their mom, their first prep wants to do a 12-week prep. That is not enough time. Mm-hmm. You will do a 12-week breath and you will not get on stage ready, and then you will be mad that you place third or fifth or last call-out or however many is in your show. Um, 99% of you listening, 12 weeks is not enough time, especially for your first show. Okay. Yes, but this fast. Okay, I want to address this, actually, before we hop off. So we made the Arnold thing happen. When I got the invitation, we were four weeks out. I was seven weeks out from the show that we were planning at that moment. I went from 40 minutes of cardio in the morning and 35 at night and a 10,000 step count to 50 a.m., 50 p.m., 15,000 step count. So I was really, it was almost three hours of cardio a day because I had to get on the treadmill. You almost every day in order to get all those steps in. Um, No fats, except for that one egg for the last four weeks. Um, And it got down, slowly the carbs came down, but it got down to my breakfast meal had 40 grams of oats and my pre-workout meal had 40 grams of oats and the rest was veggie and protein. So... Extreme? Did we make it happen? Yes. Is it ideal? No. And if it was my first time, no way in hell would it have happened. My body has—I've cut fat before. We knew what we were dealing with. We also knew that genetically, I hang on to muscle very well, so we knew that muscle wasn't going anywhere. Um, a lot of the pictures that I was sending Nelson was him making sure that I wasn't bringing my legs down too much by doing so much movement constantly mm-hmm. in such a short amount of time. Um, so. That time frame is an anomaly that I will never intentionally do again. Um, but it wasn't an opportunity that I was willing to give up at the same time. Absolutely. So I've gotten a lot of messages like, how did this happen? Extreme measures were taken, guys. And listen, and then
0: also the majority of you wouldn't do it and couldn't do it. That is hard. That is extreme. I guarantee if you ask Alexis, hey, would you do it again? She would say no, that that's not how she wants to do prep. <laughs> like the
1: first two weeks of the last four weeks were good. Like I was running on adrenaline. Like I couldn't believe I got this invite. I couldn't believe I was yeah. the way that we're doing it now. And like, I was just so excited. And then... That wore off a little bit as we're like coming into the show and the body fat's coming off and the energy's leaving. And I'm like, mm-hmm. my legs feel like bricks. <laughs> I remember there
0: were a couple of text messages like, I'm not complaining. I just, I said, you do not need to excuse it. What you're doing right now is fucking brutal.
1: So if you want to complain,
0: go ahead. I'm listening
1: because that's and- extreme. I like that's one thing that I've focused on this prep was not being as cranky. I, that's kind of something I've slowly learned. Each you did prep really week. good. Uh, did, I was dude, great dude,
2: this prep so impressed with you.
0: I, I was like, yo, new Alexis. This prep, not even
1: I guys. I don't know. Part of it was like she's like, I've only got four weeks. Like, yeah, I don't know. All right. Well, I mean, you're not good because then you have more shows. It was more like. <laughs> I understood how extreme it had to get. and knew that if I, it was almost like, it's like, it's almost like if you're going to put your hand into a boiling pot of water, you know it's going to suck. So you just stick (laughs) it in there and don't say anything. And (laughs) (laughs) that's (laughs) that is. I I've been I since I put in my application, I envisioned myself on the stage. So when he gave me the opportunity, there was no way I was going to say no. But when oh, yeah, I said, he texted me and said, yeah, I, I'm going to do it. I haven't told Nelson. I was like, what do you mean?
0: When do you tell Nelson nothing? Send it. Yes. Go figure it out along the way.
1: So it definitely got tough towards the end. Like there was a couple days where like, I wouldn't complain, but Nelson'd be like, how are you feeling? And I'm like, one day he came and saw me in person at the gym. And I didn't even have words. Like I did my, I posed with him in the gym and then he's just, he's like feeling beat. And I was like,
2: I, I don't have,
1: I, it's hard. Like, I don't even remember what I said. It didn't, it wasn't even a coherent sentence. <laughs> I'm just like, are we done posing? Cause I have cardio now. <laughs> I need to, I need I to do the next talk. thing. Yeah. I just need to survive today. That's it. That's
0: literally, don't think, just move.
1: Yeah, and that's a lot of what the last four weeks were. So um, for the average competitor, give yourself enough time um, that will also allow you to enjoy your prep. Like, Mm -hmm. yes, there's going to be sucky parts you're depleting. Um, Mm -hmm. But if you try to rush it, one, it'll go by extremely fast. Um, Two, you'll be cranky the whole time. You won't get the full experience. Like, take your time and your package probably on stage won't be that great.
0: Yeah. mm -mm. 12-week prep? No. I feel like, could I do a 12-week prep if I have to? Absolutely. Do I want to? No. Give me 20 so I can ease myself in. It's just... Is more pleasurable that way. Yeah. I, if you, I, don't, happens, if I don't have to.
1: <laughs> you happen to be ready early. You can game plan from there. Mm-hmm. Um, and that happens a lot of times. That ha- Like people do that all the time. But um, you don't want to be crashing into a show. If you need two extra weeks, take the two extra weeks.
2: Mm-hmm. I can
1: say for me, I did 20 weeks this time. And I've, I did 20 weeks last time as well. Um this prep was so smooth. It was so, like, I don't want to say, oh, this prep was easy, but I didn't I didn't feel like I was in prep until probably two weeks ago. Like, it really was great. Like, then, you know, like, cardio got boosted, and I was like, okay, I'm getting a little grumpy. Like, okay, like, this is definitely, but I remember my, like, first prep, there were a lot of hard days. There was a lot of, like, just pushing through it, and this time I was like, it, how is it over I cannot believe it's already peak week like I feel like I just started prep
0: I feel like you just started prep too I'm not gonna lie I know right I, like I don't said- know if it just didn't click with me that you were doing the Arnold amateur but I, I was just kind of like oh yeah she's got
1: time and then I saw you and I was like wait what
2: <laughs> no, like, some- Whoa.
1: somebody reached out to me and they were like um you got lean so fast yes and I was like Girl, I've been prepping since before Thanksgiving. (laughs) (laughs) This didn't happen quickly. Like I've been, I've been in prep. I just, I don't know if I just didn't make mention of it, or like maybe because it was like so smooth and simple. Like, but my body like held on to like all this great muscle that Nelson and I took the time to build, which is something that should be like said about doing long prep, right? Like if you're crash dieting. Um, I hate to say it like that but like you know like you're going to like lose an amount of some certain and like it's new tissue as a bodybuilder we're putting on new muscle so it's new tissue and it's going to be the first thing to go if you're not careful with it Mm -hmm. yeah so um yeah and that was like that was kind of one of the points that I was trying to make that like yes somehow we made this happen by some miracle um not every single person could do it and I'm that's just a blessing that God gave me.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, not any of my doing, I didn't do anything to keep the muscle in the last four weeks. Well, you're still lifting. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but like doing that much cardio, cranking it yeah. up that much at that rate, most people would come in stringy.
2: Um, Could you
0: imagine what I would look like? <laughs> <laughs> oh I
1: like limping into the show <laughs> be like nothing <laughs> yeah I would have lost all my muscle mass for sure I will say though it's not something that like I think I mean if you're like able to do it which you were and that's amazing yeah. but like doing it back to no. back like your body especially because it's so adaptive like it, I don't think it would turn out well so definitely not ideal is. and definitely not in the plans to do it again yeah. um, and definitely that's- not a recommendation for anybody. And it's almost
0: like when you hear those horror stories about how competing ruined my body and ruined me it's because people were prepping like that nine times out yeah of it's ten. like oh there are, are those sure. one off exactly. but yeah yeah
1: all right i'm gonna make have to cut this short because i'm freaking hungry
0: well and i i'm about to pass out i was gonna say that's gonna wrap up our <laughs> I'm not gonna edit that out. I'm gonna leave that in there. <laughs> Olivia, thank you so much for joining us. I am so impressed by you, bro. You look good. You look, yeah, awesome. you. You look good. Stay,
1: stay. Oh, listen, you guys. Um, since this is dropping tomorrow, you can watch the live stream if you're not gonna be in Ohio on fanmeo slash fanmeo.com slash arnold sports. Um, you can watch. Olivia and the amateur, which is Friday morning, starts at like 8 a.m. Eastern time. And then um, the pros start at 1230. Um, And if you use my code, Alexis10, it gets you a little bit of a discount. But log on and watch it, especially if you plan to be competing, then you can see the amateurs and the pros all in one day.
0: All right, y'all. Make sure you are watching. Thank you so much. We will chat
2: with you next week. Bye, guys. Bye.